have something to say. It's better to burn out than to fade away. Bonus episode. B -b 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 Bonus episode. I know we said Elizabeth Grayson would be joining us this week, but guess what? We're fibbers. It's We're fibbers. Week. It's next week. We have the interview. Yeah, the interview is in the can. It's there. It's yeah. waiting just for your ears, baby. Uh, but we wanted to release. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> uh, we wanted to release uh, this episode first because we did a review of the Highlander DVD the other week, and if people are on the fence about buying it, we wanted to kind of complete that review. Uh, with this episode so people could make a decision or not yeah, yeah. Uh, so that's why we're releasing this first but fear not uh the legacy companion piece our interview with elizabeth grayson is coming your way in one week whoop, whoop. mark your calendars if you joined us last time for our last bonus episode we were reviewing the 30th anniversary highlander dvd release uh sent to us graciously by the lionsgate film uh, marketing office so we were lucky enough to receive some copies of that and uh, Eamon and I did a review of the first disc, which was the film proper. That's right. Uh, and today we're joined by Kyle to talk Hello. about the film Improper. Yes. It's yeah. about to get <laughs> improper. A little freaky. <laughs> <laughs> I bring the tone down. Yeah. Uh, very good. It's been a long day. We've been watching some special features. It's been a long time, long time. Shouldn't left you, left you. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Well, first on the docket. So this is a two-disc release. Yes. If yeah, if you if you're interested in buying this thing, listen to our first part. If you're again, if you skip that for some reason, if you still buy DVDs for some reason, yeah, yeah, no, you're not digital downloading all this stuff. Mm. Actually, yeah, that's a good question. Is this available like on iTunes? I don't know. Well, that's a complete <laughs> part of our review. We don't know the answer to that question, uh, or if it comes with any of the special features. If you download it on iTunes, Eamon, you and I listened to the audio commentary. Uh, yeah, there were some interesting little tidbits. Uh, we we, we uh, heard that the camera they used to film the famous opening sequence above Madison Square Garden eventually was outlawed because it crashed and killed somebody. Like in Japan, they were using it. And it yeah. like, struck someone in the in the head. They, yep. they sky, got sky-cammed? They got sky-cammed. Yeah, they got sky-cammed. Like Skynet. Um, sky but yeah, it starts. They got sky-rimmed. <laughs> it's an okay uh, <laughs> DVD commentary. Um, it's, yeah. It is different. Than the other commentary that was released. The last time they did a DVD commentary was, I believe, on the 10th anniversary Laserdisc. And that's like Russell McKay, and the Peter Davis, and, and Bill Panzer. Panzer. Yeah. Uh, which I think is a pretty good commentary because like everybody's able to interject some stories. Uh, where in this case, it's kind of just Russell. And he's a little hard to understand sometimes. Uh, we'll talk yes. about that later. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he had some pretty good, like, some some stories. I don't necessarily remember if they're in the uh, other versions of his commentary. Um, I know he talks very fondly of Freddie Mercury. He's like, this is Freddie's film. Mm -hmm. Like, he... Uh, it's nice. Um, this seems like it was recorded last Christmas. He mentions a lot comic book movies, and I want to make this very comic booky. And I'm wondering yeah. if that's because of the recent, you know, never-ending stream of comic book movies. Mm. I don't know. Although he did direct a comic book movie, kind of a pulp movie, a sh oh, the, the Shadow, Shadow. Yeah. which I think is really... 
Who knows? Oh, the, oh, the shadow. shadow. He knows. Oh, no, 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 the shadow no, 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 no. knows. Just clear that Let's up. Ask him. And I just checked on the Apple Store. I don't see the 30th anniversary Highlander movie available for purchase. Interesting. So this is exclusive on DVD and Blu-ray. One one thing that I thought was really funny is the person that like choreographed some of the fighting and uh, particularly like the sword, like I don't want to say dance, the sword routine that Clancy Brown does in the hotel where he like puts together his sword. It's kind of cool. It's like a neat little montage. The person that directed it. Uh, they directed Starlight Express, or not directed, they choreographed Starlight Express on Broadway, wow. the roller skating thing. By Andrew Lloyd Webber. Yes. Russell McKay kept referring to it as Starship Troopers <laughs> <laughs> in the commentary, <laughs> which is awesome. Amazing. Um, first yeah. off, that is like the complete opposite of Starlight Express. But I yeah. think that was intentional. Uh, but yeah. also, Clancy Brown is in Starship Troopers. Yeah. Yeah. Which is He's funny. Zin or He's Zim? like the... the Zim. The officer, what is the like the drill officer or whatever? Yeah, yeah. Good times. I actually just watched that movie yesterday. Ooh. A lot of fun. Uh, one thing I noticed that was funny is, you know, like his commentary kind of starts and stops as the movie goes. Like yeah. when he has stuff to say, it'll kind of pop in. Uh, you can hear a clear as day. Uh, his Vietnamese neighbor ate his dog. Russell McKay has no commentary on that line because <laughs> I'm like, oh, maybe he's going to address this as being super offensive. He yeah. does not. Nope. <laughs> it just floats just right Just let by. that one slide on by. Yeah. Uh, one of the craziest things he mentioned, uh, and there's a lot of good stories. So I think, you know, if you're interested in kind of like some pretty niche Highlander trivia, mm-hmm. pick the disc up to learn a couple new facts. Also, you're listening to the right podcast, so yeah. you probably <laughs> want this. Um, but I thought it was interesting. He talked about Connery wanting to work for a week. Yeah. And... One reason he cited for him only wanting to work for one week was he said the longer he worked, the more his stunt double would look like him. And the more he looked like him, the more they could, like, stretch his performance. Like, he could only film for two weeks, but, like, that stunt double would be looking pretty good so they can really get him in some extra scenes. So he, like, wanted to cut it off early. That's weird. Yeah, it is weird. That's that's what you have to think about when you're a penny-pinching actor. (laughs) Uh, So anyway, that is the commentary yeah um yeah. oh and he also does mention a couple things about like style over substance which i think is interesting because yeah. we talked about that on kind of our seven part episode which you can find on soundcloud itunes or stitcher mm. check it out uh on the movie he talks about the idea like he's like oh i wanted to make it rain in a parking garage which they yeah. accomplished through sprinklers uh and he's like he's like it had nothing to do with the story but he's like i found the visual of a sword fight in the rain cool so we made a way for it to happen. And it's like, oh, like, we appreciated that, I think, or I did, Yeah. Uh, throughout most of his filmmaking. It's like mm-hmm. sometimes there's just shots because they're shots. Like, And, again, I think that's a comic booky thing, too. It's yeah. like I want to draw a panel that just conveys this image. And I think his movies do that well. And I think music videos are part of that, too, because it's like it's really just a series of images that kind of strike so- certain emotional chords. So that sure. is the DVD commentary. That's right. And we also get an interview with Russell Mulcahy. And boy, oh boy, uh, his accent is thick. It's very difficult to discern what he's saying. But yeah. He does drop some interesting tidbits. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, at one point, he calls Clancy Brown poor Clancy. But like... I thought he was saying Paul Clancy. Who's Paul and I was Clancy? like, who's Paul Clancy? <laughs> I thought that was funny. Adrian Paul Clancy. Uh, right. And he is rubbing his nose v- like... This is the this is the kind of insights our, our re- listeners really need. Yeah. How much does Russell McKay rub his nose? A lot. A lot. A lot. Yeah. It is a kind of bonkers interview. Yeah. Although not as bonkers as the next interview that's on this disc. Yeah. With, with 
Christopher Lambert, yeah. who's wearing a shirt that looks like a free association Mr. Potato Head. <laughs> yeah. If you thought the, the, the weird Highlander Endgame shirt he wore, which was like a cow, a cow? A cow, a cow shirt, yeah. shirt, was crazy, buckle up, because this is yeah. very distracting. <laughs> yeah. And he's also very hard to understand. His voice is like very shaky. Yeah. yeah it's, it's actually very tricky to discern what's going on. Uh, speaking in riddles or nonsense yeah. most of the time, yep. uh, most of his <laughs> thoughts on things are are roundabout circular just they're just it's like word salad yeah it's like talking in parables or something (laughs) it's it's the episode of star trek where the one race can always speak in metaphor yeah (laughs) uh but he talks about his acting process a lot which is interesting oh when i play a character uh, it's good to pretend to be a character (laughs) and i'm myself but playing a different character for a moment uh, and as that time, I am that character on the screen uh, until I'm not when the director says cut. And uh, that's why I like acting. Yeah. There's a lot of this is why I like acting. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is a very strange interview. Yeah. Was, was he just here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he I, didn't, just I, didn't, I didn't know he finally bagged that guy for an interview. Uh, well, he talks about like the difference between him and Paul Clancy is uh, <laughs> Paul Clancy stayed in character. Clancy Brown, of course. And Lambert kind of shut it off when the director said cut <laughs> right that was interesting yeah but it's good to see these guys i don't know lambert's looking stylish at least yeah uh, yeah yeah and that mr potato head shirt <laughs> yeah weird shirt. <laughs> there's an interesting thing mulcahy said where like sean connery would circle his helicopter on the island to like right. blow sand in everybody's like face before <laughs> he landed i was like that's kind of an assholey thing to do <laughs> Hey, Rewatchers, have you purchased your tickets for the December 3rd and 4th 30th anniversary gathering in Lakeland, Florida? That's right. It is the 30th anniversary of the original Highlander movie, and we're going to be celebrating in style. That's right. The Rewatchers are going to be in Lakeland, Florida, podcasting live, and we're going to be meeting with a lot of the guests of the show. Uh, Adrian Paul's going to be there, Elizabeth Grayson, Ken Gore, David Abramowitz, John Mosby, Efron McAsh, and Anthony DeLongis. Uh, it's going to be a really great time. We can't wait to go, and we hope to see a lot of you there. So if you haven't purchased your tickets already, uh, make sure to head over to the website and grab either a day pass, a weekend pass. Make a whole awesome family vacation out of the 30th anniversary Highlander Gathering. We can't wait to see you there. So that's disc one, y'all. Yeah, but there's a whole other disc. Second disc, what's in store for you? We got the Making of Highlander documentary, which... Alf, Alf Deutsch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is so strange because all the interviews are in English. The, all like the captions that appear during the interviews for the most part are in English. But then they're just like these weird interstitial moments where like red text in German appears. And it's yeah. like, what the hell is going on? Yeah, this is clearly a German made documentary about Highlander. And it looks like it's made in 2007. So I guess this was maybe like the 20th anniversary. They decided, I think there was a, maybe it was a 20th anniversary release in Germany because I feel like I've seen like cool box art for that like yeah it's really cool like it's like mm. a big like uh you know like one of those dvd boxes that like opens up and it's mm-hmm. got like funky cool art i don't know like the highlander tv dvd yeah except not as big mm. those are big y'all those are big we some of the greg wyden clips we've talked about and even shared yeah a lot of this footage is available on the youtube Right, but they do go through pretty systematically through people who are involved in the show. You get the writers, you get producers, you get 
the whole Brenda Hart. I call you Brenda, Brenda Hart all the Roxanne time. Hart. Roxanne Hart. Yeah. Interview with Roxanne Hart and some effects guys. Right. And it's pretty interesting. Yeah, yeah. that's cool. Uh, it's kind of like a bummer they didn't like bother to clean up any of this stuff. Like, this is done on film, or excuse me, on video. Like, there's, there's video weird, artifacts. Like, yeah. like, at one point, they're interviewing Gre- Gregory Wyden, and the film skips and goes, bzz, and it's yeah. like, you guys didn't, like, think to fix that or didn't have any other version of this, I guess. I guess that's what it came, came down to, but. Yeah, and there was, like, a bunch of weird decisions. Like, you know, they make the joke, like, the Lord Privy Seal in, like, documentaries, where, like, you're talking about something, and then you have to show it. So, yeah. when you're saying, the, like, the Lord Privy Seal, it's, like, a mm-hmm. Lord, a toilet, and a seal. Um <laughs> They do this thing over and over again where when somebody's being mentioned, they'll cut to the opening title card of the movie. Like the black void. Where their name is, yeah. Yeah, with red text. It's like, Sean Connery, ba-bam! That is to appear. (laughs) It's very odd. And we notice that uh, creator of Highlander himself, Gregory Wyden, does not pronounce McLeod as McLeod. He says McLeod. McLeod. Like several times. (laughs) Yeah. This is very odd. Uh, also, he's like not very keen on the entire operation. Which right. Is yeah. Interesting to hear. And as as just a side note, I just want to ma- make it clear that we are here reviewing the DVD of Highlander. Like the people that produced, like Lionsgate and Studio Canal, that produced this DVD did not film any of this stuff. Like, right. This is footage that they have, I guess, licensed or purchased from a German company. For, there's like archival stuff, like that they have put on this DVD. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's a little bit. I, I just want to make it clear. Since yeah. Lionsgate did give us the DVD uh, to review, that they did not yeah, like to, pr- to review to review, but right. they did not produce the content that is necessarily present. Well, some of it, probably. some of it, kind yeah. of, yes. Also, just also as begging th- the question, why didn't they? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which also, that's not the definition of begging the question. Forgive me, but well, they, they forgiven. They yeah. talk about Russell Mulcahy a little bit on this, and I just want to tell all of our listeners if you haven't seen the movie Razorback. Oh, we right. have not either, but yeah. we really want to yeah. after hearing everyone talk yeah. about this movie. And it but gets spoiled in this They spoil the end of the movie. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, man, I didn't what see the, it. Yeah, one of the writers spoils yeah. the ending of Razorback. I'm so. like, oh, thanks. I guess I'm in 2007, they weren't like, hashtag spoiler alert. Also, ra- how old is Razorback? I Over know. 30 years old, probably. Over th- this this movie's 30 years old. Yeah. And he made that movie. Like, yep. Russell McKay made that movie like three years before Highlander. So yeah. complaints about a 30-year-old movie spoiler. And <laughs> <laughs> And then there is, uh, and it says archival interview with Christophe Lambert. Christophe Lambert. And I was, this is one of the more interesting yeah. ones. Yeah. He's speaking French for one thing. Mm-hmm. And he's, he's and he's very young. Like, yeah. I don't know when this was shot. I'm not sure either. It looks great. And he, like, looks like a movie star. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. And he's getting into detail about sword fighting and his, uh, what's it called? We called it in our live episode, broken eyeballs. Stigmatism uh, yeah. or yeah. whatever. Yeah. I don't Myo- think that's it, but yeah. Something yeah. Like that. yeah. Myopia? Something like that. But it's interesting because he's talking about like the challenges, the unique challenges that are posed when you can't see that well and you need to really practice this choreography to like put the other person at ease that you're not going to like stab them with a steel sword. Yeah. Right. Uh, and then, of course, it has got the theatrical trailer just like that laser disc. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That great. They're the- bringing it. Yeah. And some uh, deleted this, like, scenes. Oh, yeah. And the deleted scenes. Yeah. We, we skipped that. Uh, There's like five. They're not like true deleted scenes. They're like slightly extended, essentially. Or just like cobbled together foot. Like there was, they found extra footage and were like, oh, there's some extra footage. So we'll just put it on here. But there's no audio track for it. So there's this weird music playing in the background that's not from this movie. Yeah. No. And it's very like, so that makes it for a kind of an odd viewing experience. And a lot of it's, I don't know, there were a few cool shots that were interesting. Yeah. Oh, totally. 
There, there's some I, cool stuff. The stuff but. that seemed impressive to me was in the final Kurgan Connor confrontation. Like that was really cool, and yeah. they had finished effects, but no yeah. audio. But like after uh, Connor cuts off the Kurgan's head, like the Kurgan has a head like made of energy, like his quickening is forming a head. Yeah, I thought, that and was, he like seems to like he struggles to fight yeah. still. Like I he thought grabs that his, was really cool. It was neat. I don't there's know a, why that it was wasn't a cool visual. Yeah. yeah. And it's a strange thing because I don't think it necessarily changes too much of like the meaning of the scene, like or what yeah. they are or whatever. And it's like literally like two seconds long. It's yeah. like, did you really need to cut this thing that you probably spent thousands of dollars to make? Yeah. I don't think so. I don't know. Uh, but it's cool. And then there's some like extended stuff with like Brenda on the ledge, which I actually really liked the way it was like paced with the Connor Kurgan fight. Like their their two struggles were kind of going back and forth together. Like because mm-hmm. she's like getting thrown off the edge of the building and she's right. like struggling to get back up. And the energy of the cutting was pretty cool. And it's yeah. like, oh, Connor and the Kurgan are fighting, but also she's like trying to get up and it's like i feel like it was like building suspense really well and the pacing was cool so that's kind of neat and it's a weird mix of like black and white footage and color footage i'm not sure why why or i guess did they i don't know if there's not black and white color mastered yet or something i I don't know know. i'm not technical so Mm. but mm. uh so that's the second disc there was an interesting thing where they brought up a scene that wasn't in the movie where connor was napoleon's window washer right yeah and then becomes a marshal in napoleon's army after hilarious antics ensue with Mm -hmm. napoleon failing to execute him a little strange hearing the two writers i forget the guy who isn't greg wyden's name peter uh, bellwood hearing the two of them Ah. hearing the two of them rap about like their differences of opinion on this movie my name's c mac and i'm here to say it's fun to rap in an immortal way there we Ooh, go. That's good. That's mm. so. Well, yeah, hearing those two guys rap because then good Peter exhibits Bellwood, actually here in the studio. Yep. So dropping uh, beats. Yep. Anyway, beep beep. My only point was Greg Wine keeps on pointing out that this thing should be like fundamentally more serious, and it's about this kind of like loneliness oh, yeah. and isolation and all this stuff. And the other guy was kept on being like, <laughs> "Isn't it funny when like you can kill people and they don't die?" Yeah. Right. It's like every movie needs to be really funny. Think of all the funny things you can do. And he said, yeah. and he they, said every movie needs to have like funny parts in it. Yeah. It's yes. like oh, yeah, all those great funny moments in Amistad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but clearly. They were the two writers, basically, on this thing, and they had very different visions, yeah. uh, which is clear hearing the interview. And I think that's really interesting just to hear, like, what was working for both of them and... Yeah, why they thought this story was compelling. So, guys, let's wrap this up. Disc two. You're buying single discs, singles, some Lucy's, some Lucy DVDs. Lucy DVDs. You're buying Lucy Blu-rays. This guy's only got special features. Are you picking up this disc offering? I, I think I'd pick it up. But I do think you could probably find all of this on YouTube. Yeah, that's, I think, the the hollow thing about DVD extras in the post-YouTube era in general. Yeah. I think all this stuff is generally available from other sources. You can see it. You can also just listen to us talk about it. That's, um, it. that's the preferred way. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. our favorite way. Don't even watch the movie, honestly. Just listen to us talk about it for seven hours. <laughs> yeah. That's right. You'll on get an a, idea. On a repeat. Yeah. Um, oh, my God. <laughs> no, but it is... I'd say if you don't have a copy of the movie in your library and you want to have this stuff, it's interesting. Some of the the extra features are pretty cool. Um, If you haven't seen them, it's probably worth your time to pick it up. Definitely. But that being said, if you've got a copy of the movie already, I wouldn't reinvent the wheel to go grab this. I agree. Unless you're getting a Blu-ray copy. I might. If you don't have this on Blu-ray, I think. But. Yeah, I'm I'm really curious. I mean, maybe down the road we'll end up getting a, a version of that. We can yeah. see what the the difference is, and we can mm-hmm. really discuss that. But for me, the video quality, 
I mean, I'll fall back on, honestly, our first part, which was like, I agree, Kyle. If you already own this and you're okay with like the video quality, because I think the last release of it was pretty solid, uh, stick with that. Uh, if you're such a diehard fan that you really want to have every little bit of Highlander knowledge, honestly, you've probably already seen it because you've seen it on YouTube and Facebook. You know what I mean? Like, this is not necessarily new info for you. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know. I'm hoping, you know, maybe down the road in a couple of years, if Highlander sees the reboot we all hope it'll get, that maybe they'll put a little bit of money into a re-release or just, like, a, a real good retrospective on the this, this series. Because I was kind of hoping for that when I saw, like, making of documentary or whatever. Like, I was hoping for something a little bit more all-encompassing and retrospective and, and currently made. So that's my thoughts on it. I don't yeah. know. But speaking of rebooting this movie, don't forget that you need to submit your 500-word treatment of how you would relaunch Highlander. That's right. Submit right. a contest. You yourself might not even need to go out and buy this DVD. You might win it by writing yes. such a good reboot treatment that we will read to all you cool listeners out there. Yes. And we'll be giving you a DVD that we've said is mediocre. <laughs> <laughs> but it's... A DVD you wouldn't have had before if you didn't participate, and it'll come with like some free art and like some personalized touch from this. Not only that, you'll have the prestige and the glory of having won this contest. All the glory. That's right. The most glory. So get in there, go deep, get creative, give us your 500-word treatment. We can't wait to read them. And send that to Rewatched at gmail.com. Well, guys, it was fun watching these uh, special features with you. Yes. I think. We enjoyed some... What did we have? We had some uh, redemption riots from mm. uh, Kentucky. Very nice. It was very good. Yeah, we, we spent... didn't drink scotch. No, we did not drink <laughs> scotch today. We spent all day recording hours of podcast content. In My a whole ver- body hurts. <laughs> in a very hot room. It was unbearable. Then we took a break. Then we drank some rye. And then we watched these special features and are bringing this exciting, <laughs> these exciting words from my mouth right to your ears. Yeah. Oh, keep going. <laughs> Yes. I, w- I don't mind. Yeah, I do. <laughs> so. uh, thanks for joining us uh, for this bonus episode of Highlander Rewatched. If you're into Highlander and want to buy this DVD, go ahead and do it. We can't really control what you do <laughs> or why you do it, but we can, you know, we're here on the sidelines trying to make things happen. Yeah, we can never take your freedom. Nope. That's never. right. Another oh famous God. Scotsman said that. Anyway, <laughs> we've been your rewatchers. Long day. I'm Keith. I'm Kyle. Close the line. Bye bye. Sweet. Bye. Because Gregory Wine was like, his name's Connor McLeod. He's from the Highlands of Scotland. But. Ah, oh, fuck, I can't rap. God damn it. That was, a, that was an attempt at a rap. I just, <laughs> <laughs> I just thought you were talking loudly. <laughs> Boo. And Connor McLeod. We just, McCloy. We just covered this.